You're listening to Bite-Size Climate Tech. Welcome back. Continuing from yesterday, we're still talking about the carbon removal wishes from lower carbon capital. After yesterday, we went to venture into the world of rocks and oceans in carbon removal. Today, we shift gears to the biological side of things. We're talking plants, enzymes, and some seriously smart bioengineering. Ready to dive into the world where nature meets innovation? Let's go. Biological pathways are all about harnessing the power of nature to pull carbon from the air. But the challenge, making sure the carbon stays put for the long haul. In this article, Low Carbon Capital put it into four aspects. First, it's cheap, stable biomass preservation. It's not just about growing plants, it's about keeping their stored carbon out of the atmosphere for centuries. The trick is to prevent decomposition into CO2 or even worse, methane without locking out essential nutrients from the carbon cycle. The second aspect is growing biomass that doesn't decompose. Imagine plants engineered to draw down carbon rapidly through photosynthesis and then, unlike normal plants, decompose so slowly they're almost like carbon in a slow cycle. It's a bit like creating carbon storage powerhouses. Is that possible though? In this piece, Lower Carbon Capital mentioned that some naturally produced biopolymers seem to exhibit this property and there are others yet unknown. So maybe in the future. The third aspect is biologically accelerated silicate weathering. This part we're familiar with, yes, with, but it also, whenever I read about it, it feels like sci-fi. We could speed up mineralization and thus carbon uptake with chelating agents, oxalates, and enzymes. Or how about using bioengineered mosses or lesions to break down rocks more efficiently, increasing the surface area exposed to the air. And then the fourth part is biology inspires CO2 concentration and mineralization. This is where biology and technology blend. Think enzyme-enhanced membranes for carbon filtration, inspired by how our body handles CO2. That's immense potential in mimicking nature's ways of transporting and mineralizing CO2. This part I do not understand, <laughs> but it's really, really like science fiction for me. They put it as an example. It seems feasible that we could engineer enzyme-enhanced membranes for carbon filtration and concentration. For inspiration, you can also look to components like carbonic anhydrase in your lungs or hemoglobin in your blood. It's getting too much detail now. I think we can just end there. And that's all they have mentioned in the biological pathways. And there you have it. It's a biological approach to carbon removal where nature's ingenuity meets human innovation. It's not just about planting trees. It's also about reimagining how biology can be harnessed to fight climate change. So join us next time as we continue to explore the incredible world of climate tech have a nice weekend. All content on Bite Size Climate Tech is based on public information, personal opinion, and observation. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Lydia. I am not an engineer, just somebody who's passionate and care about the climate. And I want everybody to understand a little bit more so we can move forward as a society. Stay curious and explore the world of climate tech with me. I'll see you next time.